You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. And a good evening, everybody. Uh, this is not Monty Khan, but those of you who are fans of Monty, uh, he will be back next week. He's in the air right now. Hard to broadcast when you're up in an airplane somewhere. My name is Howard New, and uh, I've been asked to uh, sit in for Monty today. I've done some interviewing myself and, uh, for a number of years, and uh, so uh, Monty said, uh, give it a shot. So we're going to have some really great guests tonight, which we're going to meet in a few minutes, but just wanted to let you know you know, who I am and, uh, and that uh, we're, we're here to talk about domains, and tonight we're going to be talking about the Internet Commerce Association, a fairly brand-new group. Uh, that is representing uh, domain interests, uh, and I hate to use the word domainers, so we'll talk about domain investors, domain owners, um, uh, uh, people who are involved in domains. And uh, I, the ICA is a fantastic organization that has just been recently set up to represent us in Washington, represent us with ICANN and uh, the various agencies, and we're going to be talking very shortly with the executive director of ICA as well as the head lobbyist who you're going to enjoy meeting. His name is Phil Corwin. The executive director is Jude Augusta, and we will be back in one minute with Phil and Jude. Stay tuned. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, 
Remember Shakespeare? You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN-accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R.com. More than a name. Click Tracks. All new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, ClickTracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what ClickTracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Are you getting the most out of your online advertising? Now get more from your media spend with superior real-time targeting and creative optimization technology. Get more now from Casali Media. Casali Media. Save big as Casali Media's ad experts place your premium campaigns across the web's hottest properties at the most competitive rates. Want more? Get, get more. Visit casalimedia.com slash more to request your media kit. Casali Media. Advertising online is better here. Casali Media. Now Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. And for all you jammers and spammers that caught out early on Fridays, then catch the Rockstars Rewind at their original time, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Learning how to monetize your domains. Zero dollars. Listening to affiliate marketing tips on your iPod. Zero dollars. Getting the latest search news on your cell phone. Zero dollars. Listening to Dave N. talk about garlic breath. Well, worthless. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters. This is Howard New sitting in for Monty Khan. And I am pleased to have with uh, me tonight uh, two uh, gentlemen who um, are making uh, inroads into areas that uh, domain interests have never made before. Before. Uh, Welcome, Phil Corwin. Uh, Thank you very much. Good evening, Howard. And welcome, Jude Augusta. I'm hearing a phone call. (laughs) We may have lost Jude temporarily, but uh, we'll get him back. Phil, how are you doing today? I'm doing very well tonight, Howard. How are you? I'm doing terrific. Where are you right now, in Washington? I'm in my office in uh, Washington, D.C., three blocks from the White House, Pennsylvania Avenue. Um, Hopefully, uh, Jude, when he gets on, will say hello, so we'll get him involved in the conversation. You have been um, uh, recently, uh, we're going to talk about ICA in a minute when Jude comes on, but in the meantime, you sure. have been uh, recently in Lisbon at the ICANN uh, conference, correct? That's, that's right, and uh, 
You know, if you follow ICANN, you get to see the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ICANN likes to meet everywhere except the United States, correct? They, I would love to know how much of their uh, staff time is spent uh, planning and attending uh, their meetings around the globe. Uh, Was anything, in your estimation, accomplished in the Lisbon meeting? Well, well, uh, a number of very important things happened for uh, domain name owners in uh, Lisbon. Uh, some good, some worrisome. They... Uh, they, they defeated the dot triple X uh, contract, which the uh, ICA had opposed, not because we're opposed to a uh, top-level domain for adult contra- uh, content, but because the uh, contract they were considering uh, just got ICANN and the registry into all kinds of things that uh, they have no business being involved in and that uh, established terrible precedents uh, for the uh, cost of domain name registrations and uh, really taxation of domain name owners. So we're uh, happy to see that particular contract go down. They uh, began a process in response to the register fly situation, which uh, may or may not be good for domain name owners, depending on where it goes. And the next uh, public discussion of that will be at their next meeting. Uh, what what at is the, uh, be discussed? Uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, the end of June. And uh, uh, did you just join us there? Yeah, we're just, just uh, hello. Jude, you there? I, I did just get back on. Uh, I don't know what happened initially, but I'm happy to be here. Okay, yeah. I, I, I'm going to put you and, in abeyance so we can finish this little the discussion here. Right, the and then, and then what the, the third important thing that happened fly? there, and uh, that's quite worrisome, is that uh, they, uh, the board authorized the staff to go forward with exploring a concept uh, that came out of the President's Strategy Committee, a committee set up by uh, Paul Toomey, and uh, this proposal is to turn ICANN to transform it from a nonprofit corporation in California into something called a private international organization. And when you ask ICANN staff what that is, they're, they're able to tell you what it's not, but they're not very uh, uh, able to tell you what it is, other than it's something like the Red Cross or the Olympic Committee. But the goal here seems to be that ICANN wants some type of... Uh, uh, quasi-sovereign immunity where they just can't be sued by anybody. And uh, with an organization where we already have grave concerns about their accountability, uh, I have to question whether that's a good idea. But that's something uh, I'm talking to about uh, to uh, people on Capitol Hill about it, and we'll uh, wait to see where they go with that uh, well, do, do questionable concept. Do they have the power to, to, to transform themselves into something else? Well, they want to be, uh, as best as I can tell, the goal here is to uh, uh, make themselves impervious to lawsuit, whether it's from uh, uh, lawsuits from VeriSign or lawsuits from uh, class action lawsuits from people who got burned by Registerfly or anybody else who might want to sue uh, ICANN. And again, uh, you know... We don't want ICANN spending all their time and resources defending themselves in court. On the other hand, uh, sometimes suing someone is the only way to get their attention and get some accountability. What gives them the idea that they can immune themselves from any lawsuits? Well, the, you know, the, the report of the President's Strategy Committee is on their uh, website, and uh, I think uh, this is a goal they have. I don't know if... Uh, it's an achievable goal. I don't know that we want it to be an achievable goal, but it's uh, something they're looking for, apparently, in, in response to uh, their litigation risk. And they have very substantial uh, risk. Uh, the register fly lawsuit uh, alone uh, 
could, uh, if it hits as successful, uh, result in damages more than their annual budget. We've been talking with Phil Corwin, who is the uh, registered lobbyist uh, for the ICA, and now I want to uh, introduce Jude Augusta, the executive director of the ICA. Jude, uh, give us a little background on yourself and tell us what the ICA is all about. Uh, a little background on myself is I've been sort of a, um, I don't want to say Internet mogul uh, enterprise to be one. I've been around the block, uh, starting out in Lycos.com. Uh, I'm an attorney. I have uh, some some education, higher education, uh, that is relevant to domains uh, from that experience at Lycos. And I've transitioned around a little bit and finally ended up in the domain industry, fortunately. The ICA um, is here to represent the rights and interests of domain name owners. Um, there are a lot of covetous and predatory interests in front. There are a lot of um, legislators that are, I don't want to say, I will say misinformed and sometimes just ill-informed as to what domain name owners do. And so what we're trying to do is ratchet awareness, um, create a sense of urgency, uh, and that's done very easily by the laws that come out on a daily basis, Phil had just mentioned Register Fly. We're talking about a lot of legislation that is being proposed to the legislators. We want to develop a reverence in the domain name owning community for these very real threats to their their uh, interest right now. And we also are uh, developing a very real reverence with ICANN um, to the ICA, representing the voices that they have so long overlooked. Well, obviously, ICA is in a rather unique position. There's nobody else out there doing what what, what we're doing. Is that correct? That is correct. Uh, certainly not in Washington, uh, Howard. And uh, it couldn't uh, uh, happen at a more opportune uh, time. Uh, really, the, the threats to domain name owners are uh, increasing by the week, and we're at a critical juncture here where the industry needs uh, a voice in Washington uh, and in other international forums to. Uh, uh, get their point of view across. Uh, if you're not represented in Washington, uh, of, uh, uh, you can really be hurt without uh, even intending to hurt you just because they don't understand uh, domainers, you. Uh, uh, right now in Washington and, and, and around the world that we're going to get to in, in a little bit. But uh, uh, give us a little idea, Jude, of the makeup of ICA. Who is ICA and, uh, and what are its goals? Um, the ICA makeup is people worth a half a billion dollars to people that are subscribing to our newsletter for free. So if I'm painting with a broad brush, I'm not trying to be cute. I'm saying that the guy who's just registering for our free newsletter on internetcommerce.org, and we, we just launched uh, that, that registration, those people might have a domain name such as, uh, I don't know, Davis Towing, and it's on the tailgate of their wrecking truck, or let's say a fleet of 18 wrecking trucks. So it's just as important to that individual that he has that domain name and hasn't lost it in a UDERP action uh, that, you know, he, he shouldn't have lost it, or because he registered his domain name with Registerfly because they did some great search engine marketing. So he's in our audience, as well as people that make their living and organizations that make their living um, in domain name monetization. So we're here to... Uh, show them that there is a fiat and there is a voice. Somebody does care. Um, most of these people don't know what ICANN is. They don't know what a registry is and may or may not know what a registrar is. We get all sorts of bizarre requests. Howard, I just got a request from a guy who was complaining about an auto body shop that took his money because he <laughs> liked our domain name. And I thought, 
kind of funny, you know. Uh, it's not really relevant, but here we are, internetcommerce.org. So that proves the intuitive nature of, of domains. How did he find us? He thought, well, they must do everything related to Internet commerce. And in a way, we do, because we're representing all the domains. But it lends well, legitimacy to the industry overall. that we have, we have people airing complaints about their auto body shop because of the nature of our domain. If that doesn't okay. legitimize credibility of the industry, then I don't know how else to explain it. Well, the ICA is uh, obviously uh, pretty new. It's less than a year old, correct? The ICA uh, was... Yes, uh, we... we uh, Started up September 1st of last year uh, operationally, so uh, uh, it's it's less than a year old, and uh, I think we've uh, made a lot of progress in the short time we've been around, but there's a lot more work that needs to be done. What are a couple of your accomplishments so far? Um, a couple of things are, are just bringing things out into the open. First of all, we have this website, which is a great fiat right now, and, and it's become somewhat of a funnel to aggregate similar interests together, and, and people go on the site, they sign up for memberships. We are starting to uh, interview them, and those interviews are, are fantastically interesting, and they're from a whole bunch of, of different angles. UDERPs, you know, how to avoid uh, um, predatory and, and covetous interest, etc. So we have created a, a, a fiat by which people can come to learn about issues of domain name governance and participate in them, and they'll email us. So if you go to the site, there's a lot of uh, press about the register fly situation. There's a lot of press about the VeriSign no-bid contract and the VeriSign price increases. Issues like that where, you know, people might not have been aware, and then they contact me and they, they say, you know, can you fill me in on this? This is a very real threat. Uh, the... the Thing that interests me is that uh, is that ICA uh, in its short existence has given a an image to the domain industry and allowing people to understand that it is in fact an industry. It, uh, how do you anticipate uh, that uh, going in the future? What? Well, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, Thank you. Um, so I don't want to claim credit um, or the ICA to claim credit. Uh, what I hear every day, Howard, is it's been a long time coming. We've been hoping that something like this would happen. Maybe we fell into place, you know, because our, our benefactors said we need to help people, you know, at least have the opportunity to participate in this industry while, while it's still here. Um, so, you know, we've done a lot of things right, but I think most of it has been there's been a longing for some representation because uh, I was just with an individual this morning who represented a client who used to install Anderson Windows. And guess what domain he owned? Windows.com. The same company. <laughs> that's, that's forward thinking for sure. <laughs> and, and you know what? It's simplistic thinking. It really is. He, the guy was a window distributor. He's not a covetous, you know, trademark um, prayer or anything like that. And, and uh, so this, this example is, is perfect. Now, that same company, Microsoft, who is almost as big as the Fed, failed to even register Zune, Z-U-N-E dot com, when they came out with their Zune player. Why? Because who individually in Microsoft is responsible for registering domains for products? Probably no one, just, just like at the Fed. And so what do they do? They come up with a brand, they put $20 million behind it, and then they sue the pants off somebody that's already got the domain name. <laughs> Well, uh, the the problem with that, of course, is that in, in my experience of uh, domain defense litigation, is that uh, if somebody has the domain name before they trademarked it and before they used it, they're out of luck. 
Well, it, it's hard to, for a little guy who's you know got a window installation company to be savvy with any of those laws, um, and it's even harder for him to stare at Microsoft with a ten million dollar budget for this one case. You know when they uh, come after him. Right. But, so I, I agree with you one hundred percent. My job, I guess, is to distribute that reality. Where do you, uh, Jude, where do you foresee uh, ICA being a year from now or two or three years from now? Um, honestly, I would love to um, create more transparency, accountability, and um, uh, work with ICANN because, you know, the whole butting heads type of thing, it's great and it's fun, but really that, that's not our role. That, that's not what lights my, my fire. What, what I really want to do is produce results for the domain name owners. If ICANN is kind of holding the keys to the kingdom right now, only because nobody's trying to snatch them, uh, I have to be more integrated and integrate the ICA more, more closely with ICANN. Now, unfortunately, the only way to get their attention is to globetrot around the world, light yourself on fire, pound your fist <laughs> on your chest, and call them out in public in front of everybody. Um, I don't want to do that forever. I have made some, some progress in uh, joining um, daily communications with people of the ALAC, the At-Large Advisory Council. So I would like to simply have domain name registrants' rights and interests represented in deliberations and issues of domain governance. As, uh, as my, my uh, partner in business, Rick Schwartz, likes to say, that if you're, if you're a little guy, you pick on the big guy, and you, make it, you, you pick your fight with the big guy so that people will understand where it is that you're coming from, what it is that you stand for, and why you're there. Do you think that um, uh, working with ICANN as opposed to picking on them is, uh, is really a, uh, the, the road to the future? Well, Howard, let me, let me jump in here. Sure. Uh, uh, as, as the author of... Uh, all the letters that the ICAA has, ICA has uh, filed with ICANN, uh, we're not looking to be in a fight with them. Having said that, and, uh, the, the reality is is that uh, there's no putting the genie back in the bottle. Uh, ICANN is not going back inside the U.S. Department of Commerce. We either make this experiment work or it's probably going to wind up inside the U.N., and that would be a real nightmare because... Uh, that you would get all of international politics there, and you would get a lot less uh, uh, sympathy for uh, commercial interests than uh, you even have within ICANN uh, now. So uh, the reality is we have to work with uh, ICANN. On the other hand, when they're uh, uh, settling uh, lawsuits with VeriSign in a manner that cost domain name owners uh, several hundred million dollars a year, an excess profit to uh, Verison when they're operating in, a, in a, an opaque and uh, unaccountable uh, manner when they're proposing a, a dot triple X uh, uh, contract that gets them into all kinds of things they have no business being in when they're not even getting their main job uh, right. Uh, when they're, uh, you know, all of these things uh, where they're really just not paying attention to the needs and interests of domain name. Uh, Owners, we have to uh, aggressively uh, stand up and be advocates for the people uh, uh, we represent, and hopefully they will uh, respond to that rather than uh, hunker down and uh, not want to deal with us. But uh, it, It's kind of like a fresh breeze blowing through a, 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 a jungle of, uh, of opposition, uh, and it's, it's kind of uh, personified by the... Um, 
article that was in the register today that, um, that I think you, Phil, sent out to everybody. Uh, that was an interview by Burke Hansen in San Francisco of Carl Auerbach, who was the last publicly elected board member of ICANN. And um, one of the questions he asked, I'm, I'm going to read the question and answer because it's, uh, it's rather insightful as to what you were just talking about. The question was, Carl, what do you think of the ICANN VeriSign contract, which essentially provides for default renewal of the dot-com contract with VeriSign? Do you think ICANN could have resolved its litigation with VeriSign in a more favorable fashion? And his answer was uh, pretty good. He says, as for VeriSign, wow, ICANN and NTIA have been like Santa Claus and the Easter Bunny to VeriSign. It was utterly outrageous how ICANN let its outside attorney give all of those gifts to VeriSign in at least three distinct contracts. As I said on the phone, VeriSign's negotiating team is so good at negotiating the pants off of ICANN and NTIA that we ought to send them to the Middle East to work out a peace settlement. It's amazing how ICANN and NTIA transformed VeriSign's job to maintain .com, .net, and .org into permanent ownership. It's as if the U.S. National Park Service were to give the entire Grand Canyon to the company that was hired to run the hotel. Uh, the question is, uh, is why, why is uh, ICANN getting the support that it is getting uh, and doing something like this with the VeriSign contract that, uh, that is so obviously... Um, uh, damaging to the domain community. Well, well uh, there's a couple of things going on here. One, one uh, uh, VeriSign, uh, I can. Their contractual relationships uh, are with the uh, TLD registries. Uh, that's where they get uh, their money, and to a lesser extent, from the registrars. They don't get any direct revenues uh, from the registrants. So even though the registrants are paying all the taxes that feed up through the whole system and support uh, the registrars, the registries, and ICANN itself. Uh, it's basically a taxation without, it's been a taxation without representation system up to now, and, uh, you know, every extra dollar that a registry operator makes, uh, ICANN gets a piece of that. So the higher the profits for the registry operators, the more money uh, that ICANN gets to operate, and uh, uh, that's one obvious explanation for why they don't negotiate uh, that hard, because the cost, the excess cost of a sweetheart contract for a registry operator doesn't come out of ICANN's side, it comes out of the registrant's uh, wallets. Uh, right. Besides that, you've got this, uh, uh, frankly, there are some people in the U.S. government who view uh, uh, there's no direct U.S. control of ICANN now, although you do have Department of Commerce oversight uh, still for the time being. A lot of people uh, within the government regard VeriSign as a proxy for the U.S. government within ICANN, and uh, they'd rather have a U.S. corporation running .com and .net than an overseas uh, corporation because of the national security uh, aspects of the Internet. So that's a bias uh, built into the system, and then, uh, you know, uh, one, the mo one of the most amazing things when you attend an ICANN meeting is that it can get very hard to uh, sometimes to know where ICANN stops and uh, VeriSign begins. They're pretty much joined at the hip. Uh, you get your uh, bag and you go to the registration desk and there's all this nice uh, VeriSign swag in the bag, and then the big gala at the meetings, uh, you go to this very nice... Uh, uh, dinner for 500 people, and VeriSign's paying for it, and the only signs on the wall are for VeriSign and not ICANN, and that's the official banquet at each ICANN meeting. So there's a, a lot of co-mingling between the two organizations. Well, and, ICANN uh, is, in fact, a private corporation, correct? Excuse me? 
I can as a private corporation? Well, I can is a uh, private nonprofit corporation, whereas Verisign is a uh, well, very I, profitable yeah, know, publicly traded Verisign, corporation. If, if if I can is a nonprofit corporation, what happens to the monies that I can get? Where, where does they where do they go? Well, in that same they, article, you'll notice that uh, Mr. Arbach, who is a former board member, had to sue to get exactly that information, and in fact. That's why they don't have the ALAC as part of the ICANN board anymore. They said, we're not going to do that anymore. Right. Um, but, but the question that you'd asked, Howard, it's, it's a, a deep question because there are multifacets to it. I'll, I wanted to add another one. It's just complex. This isn't like lobbying a senator or a congressman person and saying, you know, we, we want to propose a flat tax, 17%. This is layers upon layers of detailed technical information that they have little or no familiarity with. And like Phil said, we've got kind of the fox guarding the hen house here. The more the registry fees increase, the more ability to pay ICANN there is. The more registries allowed there are, uh, the more ICANN is going to make. So there's a, a duplicitousness in there that makes it very difficult and suspect for ICANN. And one of the biggest reasons that they get to get away with everything is because nobody was making enough of a stink about it. Nobody noticed or, or made enough of a stink. And then for the few people that do notice, what could they possibly do? Well, now there's us, and, and we're trying to help fulfill exactly that role. Um, yeah, you know, and Howard, every organization has its own internal culture, and it's pretty clear uh, that up to now, ICANN's internal culture hasn't really cared much about the average domain name owner. Uh, when you find out that uh, they've authorized more than 800 uh, registrars, uh, and that they have no oversight and no and virtually no enforcement uh, of the contracts they sign with them. They're their main, you know, they sign them and then the money starts coming in, and that's pretty much it. The fact that uh, Registerfly could be in total meltdown for a year with no action taken and no assistance being given to uh, uh, registrants until uh, the situation got so out of control that it couldn't be ignored. Anymore, when you find out that I can that every registrar contract has data escrow provisions to protect registrants, and that I can has never enforced any of those provisions in any of the contracts, uh, you, you need a cultural change uh, within the organization uh, so that they're not just paying attention to the people they have contractual relationships to, with, but with uh, the domain name registrants who make the whole system work and who the system is supposed to serve. I would imagine that uh, your job of making people aware of what's happening because they weren't aware of what's happening uh, could certainly uh, make a uh, could could make a difference. And I want to um, uh, uh, before we go to a break, I wanted to just make one more quote here from uh, from uh, um, the um, hour back uh, interview uh, concerning ICANN. And uh, he says it's also pretty clear that ICANN has been derelict in its responsibilities and that dereliction is costing the community of Internet users, that's us, roughly $380 million every year, year in and year out. That does not count the tax that ICANN imposes onto the Internet community, a tax that accumulates to tens and tens of millions of dollars every year. And then he says ICANN is almost irrelevant, except for the fact that it is collecting monopoly rents and controlling a marketplace for the massive benefit of the trademark and DNS registry industries and the mirror image massive detriment of the community of Internet users. And we're going to take a break, and we're going to talk about that trademark industry and what's going with them with Phil Corwin and Jude Augusta from the Internet Commerce Association right after this break. 
You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with Paper Post, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at Paper Post will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through Paper Post. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. MarketingExperiments.com Learn how we increase traffic by 446% with our Google AdWords campaign while reducing cost per click by 58% at MarketingExperiments.com MarketingExperiments.com Log on and register for our interactive SEM certification course today and discover how to build, target, and maximize ad campaigns like an expert through our proven paid search optimization formula. MarketingExperiments.com For details, see MarketingExperiments.com slash PPC Marketing Experiments Discover what really works Welcome to the Daily Search Cast Oh, sorry The small child is running in to tell me dinner's ready yeah. No, you I'm on the phone right now <laughs> No, you can tell me <laughs> No, not right now but I'll talk to you in a minute and that was my oldest son just coming in the middle of the show but don't worry about that I'll go to, I'll go to dinner after that the Daily Search Cast with Danny Sullivan, Monday through Thursdays at 11.30 a.m. Eastern, 8.30 a.m. Pacific. And if you missed any of this week's shows, check out the Daily Search Cast Week in Review, Friday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Your virtual webmaster frat house. WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, bring your togas. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes. <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. And we're back. This is Howard New, filling in for Monty Khan on Domain Masters, and I'm talking with um, Phil Corwin and Jude Augusta from the ICA, the Internet Commerce Association. Uh, Phil, let me ask you this. I understand that tomorrow uh, there's going to be a a conference in Washington uh, concerning dirty tricks. What's that all about? Well, uh, thanks for asking that, uh, Howard, and, and, uh, you you know... uh, a lot of times you come to the office in the morning in this town, and uh, uh, before before lunchtime you've thrown out everything you thought you were going to get done that day because something has uh, popped up out of nowhere that you have to respond to. Uh, but uh, I think this little story will illustrate the value of the ICA to uh, domain name registrants and why they should be uh, joining it and supporting it and participating and uh, uh, getting the message to their uh, representatives in Congress. Uh, 
because of uh, our efforts to get on the radar screen and educate, and that's an awful lot of what a lobbyist does, is to make people aware that we're out here representing a particular uh, special interest, and domain name ownership is a special interest. There's nothing dirty about that or untoward. Uh, it's a valid economic interest, and uh, who understands it better than the people who invest in this space? Uh, I've developed relationships with people covering uh, Internet policy in Washington, and I got an email early this afternoon from a uh, reporter for a uh, very widely read and very expensive publication on technology policy called Technology Daily, alerting me to the fact that the Information Technology Association, which is a uh, big tech trade association in Washington with a very diverse membership, is holding a... uh, session tomorrow afternoon. And let me just read you the title. I'll give you a flavor for uh, where they're coming from. Uh, Internet click fraud tricks, domain name tasting, joyriding, parking, kiting, and other dirty tricks. So they have uh, mixed together a whole lot of different practices, which can be either uh, legitimate or illegitimate. And the fact that they included parking in that list gives me great concern. Uh, and, And they've smeared them all with a very broad negative brush, and then the participants on the panel are going to be uh, Sarah Deutsch for uh, Verizon. I know Sarah, but Verizon is suing uh, Internet Reach and has a very expansive view. They seem to believe that every possible typographic uh, variation of Verizon and every other trademark term they own uh, belongs to them and that they can take it away from everybody else. their uh, their litigation counsel, so you know where he's coming from, and then Marilyn Cade, who's been who's fairly well known as being active on uh, uh, for the uh, business constituency at uh, ICANN, uh, and that's the panel with no attempt at balance. Uh, this reporter fortunately called me uh, for some comment because the panel is going to fi- finish up right before his deadline tomorrow, so he wanted to get comment in advance, and I pointed out a lot of things that would not be in his story. But for him knowing me and, and ICA being on the scene, and I'm going to be at the uh, session tomorrow, and uh, to the extent that the audience can make comments, I'll make them. Obviously, not being a member of the panel, uh, I can't respond to every piece of misinformation that will probably be thrown about uh, <laughs> so tomorrow. So you've got to have and a then, David uh, and Goliath uh, 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 feeling uh, concerning what's going on in Washington and, and I can because... You're you're up against Verizon and all these other AT and T and all these other big corporations, and here we are, you know, a bunch of uh, of uh, lowly uh, domain interests and domain owners uh, trying to uh, fight the big guys. Uh, do you, do you well, really you know, that, we're not uh, we in a fight succeed? yet. Uh, I I uh, I got the name of the council at the uh, Information Technology Association handling uh, this session tomorrow and this issue. I've already called him. We had a, a good talk. Uh, this afternoon. He wasn't aware of the nuances of some of these uh, practices. He admitted that everything wasn't as black and white as uh, some of his members might uh, present it, and we agreed to keep a line of communication open. Uh, uh, But having said that, uh, if uh, his association is under pressure from major members who own lots of trademarks to uh, uh, draft and start pushing some new federal Amendment, amendments to the Federal Anti-Cyber-Squatting Act, uh, when, when there's no need for that, when most of this, uh, at least in tasting, could be addressed uh, by ICANN and by the big registries, uh, we will be in a fight. And 
uh, it's not a fight we need to uh, lose, but it's a fight that everyone who owns domain names is making part or all of their income from domain names needs to get involved with uh, uh, by joining the ICA and by uh, getting actively involved in the uh, uh, political process. And the one last thing I'll say, Howard, is that, uh, you know, having attended your traffic conferences and having talked to a... Uh, a lot of domainers, uh, a lot of them are, are young, uh, the ones getting into it, and uh, they have kind of a daily show view of the uh, political process, rather <laughs> cynical, and, and a lot of them came up to me and said, you know, what's the point? Aren't we always going to lose? Uh, doesn't money determine everything in Washington? And uh, <clears throat> the answer I gave them, and I could give you, we don't have time now to give you examples, is that... Uh, Active grassroots participation uh, will always beat money in Washington. Sure. And the reason the politicians want money is to uh, assure they get enough votes to get reelected. And if they, uh, if there's a corporate interest against an interest that involves a lot of individuals, uh, the individuals can win if they get involved. If they don't make their case, they're going to lose. Well, uh, speaking of money as opposed to grassroots interest. Uh, I can't. Uh, ICA is a is a registered lobbying corporation, correct? Do, do we uh, yes, do sir. we uh, have a a um, uh, a fund that uh, uh, that uh, we we can utilize to uh, to uh, influence uh, legislation? Well, we don't yet. It's certainly in our plans to set up a political action committee. A lot of people, if you say PAC. They kind of roll their eyes and think, you know, dirty money, dirty politics. But uh, political action committees are what were set up as part of campaign finance reform to get the dirty money out of politics. It's what's done with PACs is completely uh, legal. The, the fact is you don't need a million-dollar PAC to be influential in this town, but you do need to participate, and you need in particular to support the members of Congress who support you. Uh, uh, it doesn't have to be uh, a huge contribution, but you need to be uh, to be in the game, and that's what ICA is about, is about being in the game. And uh, uh, we haven't set up a PAC yet, because frankly we don't have uh, uh, enough, having just opened general membership uh, uh, two months ago uh, in uh, uh at the same time as your Las Vegas traffic conference, uh, we're not at the point yet where we have enough members to really go there, but that is in our plans. And right, well, so that, uh, it's just part of that, being that leads effective me to my in next Washington. Question. That's the Jude. And Jude, you know, what are we doing about membership? And, and talk about the, you know, if there are different tiers and how people can join and become members. Sure. Um, what well, we just started actually today was allowing people to just get our newsletter and they can, you know, participate by, by going to the site and uh, finding out issues of uh, interest to them that are jeopardizing their, their domain portfolio or domain future, um, if they have domains now or not. We have um, sponsorship levels, and, and I echo Phil's, Phil's comments here. I mean, you've got to fight fire with fire. If VeriSign and some of the other um, organizations out there are funding and, and lining pockets with political uh, allies that are replicating their interests, well, uh, they didn't invent that concept, you know, and there are a lot of good people out there in on the Hill that, um, as Phil said, they want to represent people. They do have to survive. We have to help them survive if they are like-minded. 
And, and so uh, we're happy to do that. We have memberships that go as low as $99. That just says, you know what, I support what you guys are doing. Thanks. Um, I, I want you guys to be successful, and here's proof of that. We graduate up the ladder from there. There's, there's domain professionals, and those are people that uh, make a significant amount of, of their living from domains, if not exclusively from domains. And, you know, for $500, they join. Uh, we're very happy about that. People then graduate or the level then graduates to corporate sponsorships. And these, it's co- sort of an interesting caveat, whereas we're very focused on distribution right now and getting the message out uh, so that we can create that sense of urgency and, and reverence that we so uh, desperately want to convey to the rest of the domain-owning public. Um, is the, the corporate sponsorships are either $7,500, and they're billed over a period of year to, a year to make it uh, incremental and, and less burdensome on some smaller corporate interests, or 500 bucks with some promotional commitments, which we are very thankful for. Um, aside from that, you know, there are just contributions in general. Some people buy two or three uh, domain professional-level memberships out of the goodness of their heart because I was talking to one of these individuals today. He's had five UDERPs completely generic domain names. Mm. Covetous corporations with a lot of money have just made a lot of trouble for this individual. And I was talking to him, and I said, you know, why did you decide to join? You seem very impassioned. And everything started coming out of this this guy's mouth, and uh, I was on the phone with him for a good 45 minutes. And I mean, it almost breaks your heart. The guy has his best intentions at heart, generic domain names, and here are these predatory, you know, big-pocket organizations coming after them and saying, we're going to shut you down and take your house while we're at it. Um, so people like that that want to uh, not, be an ex- uh, not be the next victim of an example like that, join us. We're, at, we're out there fighting for you. Now, what I caution people against is to think, you know what, the ICA is fighting for us. The ICA cannot exist without its members. Right. It's, it's a cooperation. It's a collaborative effort. We need you. You need us. Let's do this together. The difference between our members and us is this is our job 24 hours a day. We are you know, beating down doors, drumming our chest, and spreading this message while these guys are trying to evaluate, monetize, and, and sell domain names. So this is our call. Help us do it for you. I, I hate to be crass, but is there any particular individual benefit for the different levels of giving? Absolutely. So... Um, I'm, I'm glad you asked, Howard. What, what people get if they do opt in for a domain pro level is a whole bunch of a whole host of benefits, um, and those are are going to be added to regularly. And you know, with a nascent stage of their organization right now, there are already group discounts on things like rental cars and hotels and different levels of insurance, uh, other travel benefits, etc. The more membership we get the more interesting it is for benefit providers to say, you know what, we can give you a better deal and a better deal, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the corporate sponsors, they have a special place in our heart when it comes to decisions of, of domain governance. While they don't get a vote on the board, they do get access to, to you know, me, and we then share ideas, and, and the board does vote on those ideas. Um, so they get to help sculpt the industry. One of the issues right now that you know, we're kind of dancing on is the issue of property, you know, domains. Are they property? Are they not property? Tomorrow we're going to have a poll on our site. We're trying to get it on there today to just let people vote on that because even amongst our own board there's a divergence of opinion. The only official opinion is that we want to let, you know, people's intentions and actions and treatment of their domain name 
be included in that determination. Mm-hmm. Um, just like any other piece of property. If, if you buy and sell a computer in, in a month, you know, what was it? Was it inventory? Was it something you can expense? Was it an asset that you can depreciate or collateralize and loan against? It's the same computer. It's how it's treated and the intentions of, of the uh, owner. And so the corporate sponsors get to help put those issues in, in front of me, and I help put them in front of the board uh, because those corporate sponsors might have a lot to gain or lose depending on, on how decisions like that come out. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, Harry, let me let me chime in. Uh, sure, not not to, you know, belabor this, but. Uh, you know, our estimate, and, and we went, uh, th- this comes from CETO, uh, which seems to have the best estimate right now. We estimate that, that as of now, uh, the secondary mar- domain name market, that somewhere around three-quarters of a billion dollars changes hands every year. We, we estimate that the standalone value of domain names uh, is somewhere between 7 and $10 billion. There is a lot of value that's been built by pioneers in this industry. So, so one, two things. One, now that you've created the value, if other people can take it away, if they can tax it and, and, and stack the legal system and the UDRP process to take away the value you've created and appropriate it for themselves and suck the value out of it, they will do it. Uh, well, but even worse to protect that, Joe, is if they, and if second, they file a lawsuit in the federal court. With that much at stake, the ICA uh, really, we should... The amount of money it takes to protect that value is so is such a tiny percentage of the value. Uh, it's hard to believe that the community won't provide uh, that support, and we need that support. We need the monetary support. Uh, if you're going to be at the ICANN meetings, as Jude and I have been, if you're going to uh, uh, deal pr- uh, down the road with the European Union in Brussels and with uh, the World Intellectual Property Organization in Geneva, and if you're going to have uh, public relations assistance, which is vital to get your message across in Washington, all these other things. You need the money, but more important than the money, uh, we need members actively involved. I met a gentleman at your uh, traffic show in uh, Florida last fall. Uh, I don't know if he's joined yet, but if he joins for just $99, that's the least important thing because this gentleman is from Hawaii, and he's close personal and political friends with Senator Daniel Inouye, who's chairman of the Senate Commerce Committee, which deals with all Internet and telecommunications issues in the United States Senate. And that personal relationship uh, could be critical in a fight in that committee. So that's why we need active grassroots membership. Uh, Writing your check or sending your credit card number is just the beginning if you want to protect what you've built. And what is also critical is we have to take a break right now. We're talking with Phil Corwin and uh, Jude Augusta, and we will be right back. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. 
Know how to get the best return on your advertising dollar? Clicksore.com. Yeah, ever since we began marketing with more precise content, target technology from Clicksore.com, we've seen a huge jump in visitors converting to buyers for just over one-third of a cent per view. To get over 300 categories, unlimited keywords and ad placement on over 100,000 sites, click on Clicksore.com today. That's ClickSOR.com. Your bottom line will thank you. Clicksore.com. Delivers where it matters for you. Once a tool used exclusively for communicating with the media, PR Web was the first company to develop a distribution strategy around direct-to-consumer communication by implementing Web 2.0 technologies. PR Web has completed the online communication loop by directly engaging your audience with your news. For example, PR Web is the first newswire to integrate press release trackback. Whether you want to dominate your market or just make a little noise, PR Web is here to help. You thrive in the marketplace and the media. PR Web. Make money now. now. There's no time to waste. Want to be ahead of the search engine marketing masses? Here's your alternative. Here's your alternative. WebmasterRadio.fm now gives you an alternative to making the most money out of search. Webmaster Radio presents The Alternative. Join Jim Hedger and Kim Roach as they fill you in on the latest search engine news and help you discover the alternatives to search engines, advertising, revenue, and vertical. The Alternative, Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Right after Good Karma. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. WebmasterRadio.fm Because not everyone's last name is Gates. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! (laughs) Master of my domain. Here's your host. With the Jude Augusta and Phil Corwin, the... Uh, the um, web website is uh, internetcommerce.org, correct? That's correct, oh. Howard. You there? I'm here. You got it, internetcommerce.org, and actually, that's a domain as a testament to the industry. We bought it from Buy Domains. Uh, we think it was a steal. It cost us 1500 bucks. That's what we do. We're very proud of it, and it makes life a lot easier. Um, we, we feel that that is a credit to the industry and a demonstration that, uh, you know what, you spend a little bit, it, it saves you a heck of a lot in marketing dollars, and, and it's really worked out well for us. Well, I'd like to uh, urge our listeners to go to your website and take a look at what the ICA is all about and hopefully sign up at, on one of the membership levels because, uh, obviously, the ICA needs all the help it can get. You know, we had uh, Ben Franklin uh, at the, in Las Vegas at the traffic, and uh, I think he was able to sign up a few people. He was indeed. As a matter of fact, um, the site's been doing that uh, terrifically as well. If, if people burn back into a couple pages of history on the site, it'll show, you know, our action and then ICANN's reaction. So what we were talking about earlier, you know, we don't want to constantly be in a fight with ICANN. We just want to make ICANN do what they're supposed to do. Uh, and if we have to work with ICANN, that's terrific. It's just that the way to get their attention is to light yourself on fire and call them out in public, apparently, until you get the reverence. So if you look at the site, it'll show, you know, ICANN is neglecting, you know, the register fly situation. 
New Jersey Attorney General um, gets involved with register fly. The ICA submits a comment to ICANN. Coincidentally, ICANN finally reacts by contacting register fly, saying you've got a couple weeks. A couple weeks go by. The ICA sends another comment letter to ICANN. Lo and behold, ICANN reacts again and, and threatens that they're shutting them down finally. So it's unfortunate that it's at that phase. It's almost juvenile, Howard, but it is effective, and it is working. Well, that's, that's, that's great, and uh, like I say, we need all the support we can get. In the couple of minutes we have left, Phil, uh, yes. you were talking about uh, the possibility of uh, revisiting the ACPA and uh, tightening up, uh, making it even stronger for trademarks, and I'm just wondering uh, what you see in the future for that legislation. Well, well, uh, you know, when you see a, uh, a stacked panel discussion like the one uh, tomorrow that I was describing uh, earlier in the show, uh, uh, that may be in the works. Uh, uh, we don't know exactly what that legislation uh, would be yet, but uh, we, we can, uh, you know, the trademark owners seem uh, to be unhappy that they actually have to uh, demonstrate that there's actual consumer confusion and damage to their brand and uh, bad faith on the part of the domain name owner. And uh, they'd probably like to get rid of those requirements and just say if it's any uh, any variation of our trademark names, uh, uh, give it to us uh, without uh, getting paid for it. And uh, that's not an outcome we'd like to see, and it would be a devastating uh, situation for domain name owners uh, who are U.S. citizens uh, would be subject to that type of law, but uh, we may have to be in the trenches fighting that. And uh, well, my, uh, we'll my do it, but we need the, the industry support. In, in this regard, is has been that the, the courts generally do uphold the uh, trademarks uh, to the extent where they actually fine uh, the uh, the domain owner for um, for utilizing that trademark and can fine them up to one hundred thousand dollars per domain. Well, that's true. Again, uh, it'd be, uh, I'm not really sure what their beef is, except that uh, they seem to want a shortcut in the legal process, uh, uh, even though they, they win the majority of cases uh, they bring. Apparently, they, they feel the law, they don't bring a lot of uh, complaints they would otherwise because the law puts a burden on them to show certain uh, factors right now and uh, they, they view that as overly uh, burdensome. Uh, but those are very factors are the ones that protect uh, domain name owners from uh, illegitimate trademark claims. Well, we're looking forward to the ICA being at uh, Traffic New York, uh, which uh, I'm going to put a little plug in. is uh, June 19th through the 22nd at the Hyatt Grand Central in New York City. And um, and participating, of course, in what we think will be the biggest traffic ever, because we will be getting um, the uh, Madison Avenue um, uh, workers and shakers, and as well as the uh, uh, Wall Street uh, uh, investors. We have uh, Jordan Rohan is working to uh, to do a, a whole panel of uh, Wall Street uh, people to uh, both work both ways to educate us and for, to educate them as to the value of the investment in domains. Uh, and of course, we have the uh, uh, the um, uh, Madison Avenue panel uh, is going to be back for the third time, at least part of them. And this time, we're going to be addressing the issues uh, that concern Madison Avenue and how they really don't get it up until now. And 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 hopefully, uh, we'll help uh, educate them as to how they can get it so that they'll understand the uh, the value of domains in the advertising market. So we're looking forward to. Um, 
really good uh, conference in uh, June in New York, and I, I'm hoping that both of you guys are going to be there. Well, I'm certainly planning to be. <laughs> we may even get Ben Franklin. I don't know. <laughs> we might, or, or we might get a, uh, a New York politician. I hear there's plenty of them there. Uh, uh, well, that's that's a good possibility, and we're talking, you, you, as you know, we're talking about that and about the possibility of uh, of getting somebody uh, that uh, you know. It's a presidential campaign going on right now, and you never know who might show up at the uh, at the conference. Yeah, uh, there's certainly no shortage of candidates. Uh, we hope to unveil. <laughs> That, that answer as to uh, our domain's property or not. not. Not our answer, but the poll results at traffic. If people would like to participate in that, that will be up imminently, but go on, on internetcommerce.org and just type in your, click on newsletter and type in your email and you'll be one of the participants in that decision and shaping your own future. And if you go to targetedtraffic.com, you can sign up for our traffic conference in June and uh, see what it's all about, see our uh, proposed schedule, and uh, make sure that uh, you guys, all of you listeners out there, go to ICA, the internetcommerce.org and, and sign up because ICA needs your help. Gentlemen, um, Jude, Phil, thank you so much for your time on this show. Uh, we've run out of time, but uh, you've been, your, your contribution has been con- considerably valuable, and we really appreciate your spending your time with us tonight. Thank you, Howard. I, it, Howard and I, I would just suggest that Monty just uh, do something to protect his job because you did a fantastic job. <laughs> thank you, Jude. I appreciate those kind remarks. And this is Howard News saying thank you all for listening to Domain Masters. And Monty will be back with you next week. And uh, have a great night. Good night. country was built on a distinctly American work ethic, but today work is in trouble. We've outsourced most of our manufacturing to other countries, and with that we sent away good jobs and diminished our capability to make things. American Giant is a clothing company that's pushing back against this tide. They make a variety of high-quality clothing and activewear, like sweatshirts, jeans, dresses, jackets, and so much more. All made right here in the USA, from growing the cotton and adding the final touches. So when you buy American Giant, you create jobs for seamsters, cutters, and factory workers in towns and cities across the United States. And it's about more than an income. Jobs bring pride, purpose. They stitch people together. If all that sounds good to you, visit American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with promo code STAPLE20. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.